1: Fastlane here on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers here alongside Brad Thompson, former World Series champion Cardinals pitcher. We're going out to the Brown and Croupin Celebrity Line right now to be joined by our guy Darren Drager from TSN. Drags, how we doing today, bud? Hey, we're doing good. Jamie, thanks for having me. How are you? Uh, we're doing good. We're uh, well. I'm doing good. Our St. Louis Blues not doing so great right now. Obviously, as you know, they're in the midst of a five game losing streak it's been a tough year all around and um, they're just trying to recover on uh, on a lot of fronts but you know you're a guy with your ear to the ground all all across the NHL before we get into some of the Blues players I want to find out from you if the Bo Horvat trade does that set the market for similar players like we've got O'Reilly and Tarasenko here does Bo Horvat's deal kind of set the bar
2: Well, it definitely helps, right? Um, You know, on an annual basis, as we've experienced, when you've got top-level, upper-level players like O'Reilly, Tarasenko, um, obviously Bo Horvat is in that camp, you're going to want and ask for a first-round draft pick to be part of the equation. Now, that can be negotiable, right? So if you get a, a better young NHL player coming back or a top NHL prospect, Maybe you're willing to be a little bit more flexible on what that that draft pick looks like. Can it drift down into a second, or even deeper than that? It all all depends on the quality of the players that are included in this deal. Uh, so every year we you know we we hear from general managers who are primary uh, primarily buyers who say, well, I'm not you know I'm not interested in giving up my first round pick, and they're not interested in doing it until someone else does it. And that's exactly what happened with Lula Amarillo and the New, the, uh, New York Islanders. So they sent three pieces to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, that's a fair level of return, I think, for the Vancouver Canucks in Horvat, who's having a tremendous year. So there's no doubt when you're St. Louis or you're another team and you've got a quality piece in play, you're going to expect that first-round pick to be part of the equation, and then a prospect or a young NHL player as part of it as well. Drake, so when you mention all the names, right?
0: And obviously O'Reilly and Tarasenko are the names that that are going to catch some ears, and Barbashev, and we realize you know their contract situation. I could be able to keep all of these guys. When you look at the yeah. Blues from a national perspective. Do you see this team as retooling or are in a bad spot and the future looks a little bleak for them?
2: No, for me, it's more of a retool. And I say that completely respectful of the experience of Doug Armstrong, not his first rodeo by a long shot. And he's noted as one of the general managers who has a real keen sense and eye of where his organization is at. What his strengths are, what his weaknesses are. So, look, I mean, there's no guarantee that a retool is going to be good enough. But when you sign players like Cairo and Thomas and and some of the other young pieces that they have within the organization within the system, I mean, you can't just cut bait and say, okay, we got we got to take this thing right down to the wood and fully embrace a rebuild because it's it's not necessary. So, what it it appears St. Louis is trying to do. Is obviously get younger. They have to be mindful of the salary gap, what that's going to look like in the next couple of years, but do it in a transitional phase so that some of the athletes in the future. But by also doing that, you add freshness to the group, don't you? You know, this core has been together a long time. Uh, The majority of this core are from a Stanley Cup championship team. So it's just cyclical. There comes a point in time where you hope that the window isn't going to close, but the reality is it does close. So I think that you know Armstrong and company are looking to freshen things up, but I don't think that it's a complete overhaul by any stretch.
1: So, Drags, one of the guys who's been a part of this team for quite a while is Vladimir Tarasenko, and it's been – a roller coaster ride here the last couple of years, as you know, it was well documented. He re- trade request and then Army held on yeah. to him, and then there was a list of teams, but nobody really knew what teams he would go to. We're in a situation yeah. now where I feel like it's coming to a crescendo. But the market, like, how hard will it be for Army to find a deal that he values? Because with Vladimir Tarasenko's no trade clause, he's kind of driving the bus on this one. That could make it a lot harder for Army. Yeah.
2: 100% that'll make it more difficult, no doubt about that. Um, I mean, ultimately, it comes down to what's the player's willingness and want to win? Uh, does he want to chase another Stanley Cup? And I guess the answer to both those questions should be opportunity to win a Stanley Cup. If that's the case, then if the perfect fit isn't there, a team that's on his list, but there is a team that isn't on his list that should be considered at least a, a real good playoff contender. Then you have to take that to the player and take that to the agent and see what level of flexibility that he has. But, guys, let's let's not lose sight of some of the baggage that Tarasenko carries with him. Um, look, uh, the ability to put the puck in the net and generate offense is going to trump a lot of things. But well, we know that he's got a history of injury, so there's a bit of a red flag there, even though, you know, he's he's getting healthy here. Uh, and you've you've got the history of wanting out of Saint Louis and not being comfortable with the environment. Well, is that going to drag on into a new situation? You don't know. So there's a level of uncertainty there that I don't think is going to apply in any to Ryan O'Reilly when O'Reilly is back healthy, but I, in saying all that, goal scorers are hard to find. You know, even if it's a rental situation, so I, probably like being more of a rental than Ryan O'Reilly, because in O'Reilly, as long as you're getting him within reasonable health, you know what you're getting in the player, and that's guts, that's glory, that's nose to the grindstone, proven winner character out the wazoo, all of those things.
0: We're catching up with TSN's Hockey Insider. It's Darren Drager right here on 101 ESPN. Now, you mentioned Ryan O'Reilly. It's been a really weird year for him, and obviously a frustrating one even before when he was healthy. He wasn't putting up the numbers that he would like to have. Then he ends up getting hurt. But coming into the season, it almost felt like, oh, well, certainly the Blues are going to extend O'Reilly. They're going to keep him in-house. Now it feels like certainly they're going to have to trade O'Reilly. I know that our good buddy Jeremy yeah. Rutherford from the, uh, from the Athletic Region recently sat down with O'Reilly Ryan said, look he, he would like yeah. to stay in St. Louis. do you see a scenario where O'Reilly does not get moved?
2: Well I do um, but I think that that's also due diligence right and and I, I like Jeremy's piece. Uh, I think that it's, it's accurate. Um, you know Armstrong is sure that is going to pay. And as we talked about earlier in in the discussion here, guys, it's always kind of the same. It's that high draft pick, it's a prospect, or a good young. And it's three pieces like the Canucks acquired in the Horvat trade. Armstrong needs to find out what the market is for Ryan O'Reilly. If the market is there, establish that. You know what that market is. So then you go back to Newport Sports, who represents Ryan O'Reilly, and you say, okay, well... What does an extension look like for Ryan? You know, here's what we're comfortable doing, and I suspect it would be shorter term based on where he's at in his career. The dollars are going to be tight here. They have to be. I mean, the salary cap is going to increase. It could be a flat cap, depending on what the Players Association decides. It could go up $3 million, and then the year after, it'll probably go up considerably more after that. But those are all factors, right? And if the extension doesn't make sense either perm or in dollar, then the hard decision is going to have to be made and you take a trade to Ryan O'Reilly. But Doug Armstrong first needs to educate himself on all of those scenarios before he makes that informed decision closer to the deadline.
1: Dregs, obviously we're in it here in St. Louis, so we we talk about these things on a daily basis and, and certain players, and of course all the unrestricted free agents have been at the top of the list as far as discussions are concerned. But from an outsider's perspective or things that you might be hearing, is there a surprise trade that could happen with the Blues? And what I mean by that is a guy that has term left on his deal, that's making pretty good money, that's not on an expiring contract, that, you know, somebody just comes calling and Doug Armstrong might be willing to move said player.
2: Yeah, not really front burner. I mean, guys, and I, I'm loath to speculate, right? I, I don't like doing that because I don't like putting players in crosshairs and just fabricating rumor for the sake of of our business and what we do and what we have to talk about on a daily basis. Um, you know, a name that's been tossed about, and I don't support this. I'm just saying it, and and it kind of comes in the territory, and that's Colton Pareco. I don't get it. Um, I think he's an important piece of the St. Louis Blues. He's got a healthy contract. I like him as a player, but he's gone through some tough times this year, and I think that that's primarily what sparked some of the the earlier speculation. But I haven't had one team ask me whether or not I think the speculation is real versus BS. Now, that may be because they've contacted the St. Louis Blues directly to say, is there any chance, Uh, and they got a hard no. I can't be certain of that. But, you know, beyond media speculation, honestly – for me, in, in connecting any sort of of real trade value to the St. Louis Blues, it seems to be primarily focused on their expiring contract, guys.
1: Awesome. Great stuff, Drags. We really appreciate you coming on today. And again, it's Darren Drager. You can follow him on Twitter, at Darren Drager, TSN's Hockey Insider. He does great stuff over there at TSN. Drags, thanks a lot, my man. All right, Jamie, Brad, stay well. Thank you. All right, thank you.